Hi, I'm Corey. Welcome to the first ever episode of Politalks, my politics podcast. First thing I'd like to mention is I was inspired to make this podcast from the NPR Politics Podcast, and you should really totally check them out. They are a great podcast, and they aren't nearly as partisan as this one's going to end up getting, I am sure. Um... And no, I am not sponsored. It's just a really good podcast, and you should check it out. It's available at npr.org, or if you're using Spotify right now, well, it's available here, too. I'm not sure what other platforms it's available on, but wherever you can find it, listen to it. Anyway, it's time for the show. Now, I think that, well, to those who aren't that, you know well-read in the ways of politics, it can be a big, scary thing, you know? Um, it's scary to not know things (laughs) if you don't, like, take being scared of the dark. You're scared of the dark because you can't see anything. You have no idea what might be lurking. And this Fear comes from not knowing what's around you because it's dark and you can't see, so obviously you don't really know. Now, my goal is to turn on a light in the people's brains who aren't that well read about politics, and to do that, I am going to teach them a thing or two. Now, please don't mind my babbling on and on about how much I don't really like some. Um, candidates and how much I do really like some candidates because, again, I, I'm just I'm just keeping it real, you know? I am not going to be a, a news source. I'm a podcast. I am not impartial. I am... Long story short, I'd make a pretty bad judge in the Supreme Court. <laughs> now... Let's do it to it. Now, I think the first big scary thing that would be going on right now is the primaries. Yay! I know some of you are probably like squirming around like, "Mm, I don't don't want that. (laughs) And, you know, I feel ya. You should really, really, you know, it's okay to be scared basically. It's okay to be scared of things that you don't know, but you but you can't act on those fears. What you should do is learn about those fears. And so, time to teach you about the primaries. Now, I think the first question that would be on someone's mind would be, why do people care so much about the Democratic primaries and not the Republican primaries? And the answer is this. Short one-word answer, incumbent. Now, I'll tell you what that means in the context of this situation. The people running in the Republican primary, right now there were just, there were just two, but there were like three when it started? Not sure, don't quote me at that, and I have to check that number. <laughs> um... But the people that I do know were running, at least as of, like, January, were 
Joe Walsh, Bill Weld, and the orange guy himself who is currently occupying the White House, Donald J. Trump. Now, I think that it's become a little bit clearer, but if you really don't get it, Donald Trump is the incumbent president of the United States. That means he's already served a term, or at least will have served a term by the time the election rolls around, because the terms are four years, um, thereabouts. And so, because he's incumbent, he has already ran a term and is now wanting to run another term. And so, the GOP, standing for Grand Old Party, is the party representing Republicans. Uh, that's, that's what the GOP is more commonly known as, the Republican Party. And um, they basically were like, yeah, let's support the incumbent. Pretty obvious. No dur here. Um, so... They have decided to support the incumbent, and so that means all of the other candidates running in the Republican primary basically have no point. Like, there is no point for them to keep on running, um, because the GOP, Grand Old Party, has decided that the incumbent president of the United States is fit for the nomination. Because if they said no, then a whole lot of riots would break out. Let me tell you, there would be riots in so many Republican states. <laughs> because Donald Trump is not only the incumbent president, he's also oddly popular among Republicans. And I don't understand why, personally, I do not like Trump at all. But, hey, here we are. So, he is most definitely, I can tell you right now, going to get nominated. Now, the reason the Democratic primaries are such a big deal is because, for the Democrats, there is no incumbent. There is zero incumbent president. And this is because Obama has already used up both of his her terms. All of the currently living Democratic presidents have used up their terms. Now, next thing you know is there are a whole... There were a whole lot of darn Democrats running at the beginning of this race. Boy, there were like 20. That... If you didn't know, that is a lot of people to be running for president. And that is a lot of money spent on campaigns and advertisements. And, oh boy, I can't even remember all their names. But I will name off a few, uh, just so you can get the idea that there were a crap ton of them. Uh, there were Kamala Harris, um, Marianne Williamson, a self-help self-help author. I remember that. <laughs> um, Andrew Yang. Um, Joe Biden. He was the former vice president of the United States before Trump and Pence came into office. Um, Bernie Sanders, senator from Vermont. Elizabeth Warren, senator from Massachusetts. Um, and that is about all I can... Ah, and Pete Buttigieg. 
I also think that he exists. He is a former South Bend, Indiana mayor. Yes. Yes, I remembered that. Um, so now there are only two. <laughs> yeah, only, only two. Oh, yeah, there was also Amy Klobuchar, and Tulsi Gabbard still also is... Actually, technically, there are only three, but really, Tulsi Gabbard doesn't exist. I mean, she does exist, but no one cares. Um, so, the two main people who are running for president in the Democratic Party, other than Tulsi Gabbard, but she doesn't exist, are Joe Biden, former vice president of the United States, and a lot of people are like, wow, he was friends with Obama. That means he's a good guy, and he thinks exactly like Obama. But really, that's not true. That is very much way off point, and I very much encourage you to look up his policies um, and Vermont sem Senator Bernie Sanders. He's a cool guy. I like him. He's fine. He is very loud and opinionated. <laughs> Although I guess being loud kind of comes with being opinionated. Um, so next thing is, it's just basically between them two. Like I said, Tulsi doesn't really exist. <laughs> At least not in my opinion. I swear. New, consp new conspiracy theory. Tulsi Gabbard is a robot, and she doesn't actually exist. She's just an interface. That'd be kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, so... Between the two of them, and by that I mean Sanders and Biden, and in case you haven't seen on the news of the primaries, Joe Biden is definitely winning. Um, he, some states he only wins a sliver, some states he wins a landslide. Of course, Bernie Sanders, he's one state to, I'm pretty sure he won his home, he won his home state. I am 100% sure he won Colorado. I'm a giraffe. Uh, I know 100% that Joseph... Joseph... Joe... Wait, is his full name Joseph? Whatever. Joe Biden won Michigan. Uh, I live in Michigan, so I, I know that. Um, and so, yeah... A lot of people are saying that Joe Biden has a very, just, a big, bright outlook on his victory in the primaries. And Democrats are saying he is most likely going to get this nomination. And so, yeah, those are the primaries in a nutshell in my opinion, and I might not be right about everything, so I strongly encourage you to do some research of your own, because that would make me so very happy if you also tried to educate yourself instead of just, you know, just listening to this podcast, because, you know, you're, you're a smart bunch. I'm sure you know why. So, yeah. Um, another thing that I'd like to mention is COVID-19.
COVID nineteen, otherwise called you know, called casual casually dubbed the coronavirus, very casually dubbed corona, for some reason. Um, another huge thing that's been going on in these debates is, well, who do we think that? Can do the best job protecting us from this virus, and both candidates put up a good argument. You know,、uh, Biden、uh, seeing his almost one hundred percent guaranteed victory in sight is kind of taking some Bernie's policies about this thing with him, so he can earn supporters. But they both bring up good points about this virus,、um, and Trump has finally. Uh, admitted that, well, the economy isn't doing all that great. The virus is actually an issue that people actually need to be concerned about, and well, yeah, people do need to take this virus seriously. I see on the internet people are like, "Oh, it's just the flu. It's just like the flu. Why are you all panicking? It hasn't even killed as much as the flu. It's fine." When really, it's it's really, it's not that fine, you know. Obviously, we don't want people bulk buying toilet paper out of panic.、Um, looking at you, Karen.、Um, but we also don't want people like that who are like, "Oh, it's just the flu, no big deal," and then they don't end up taking the proper safety measures that they need to just because of their own carelessness. You know there are people out there who are, whose immune systems have been compromised, like the elderly or people who've gone through cancer treatments. Their immune systems have been completely wiped out, and that really sucks.、Um, but anyways, enough ranting about me. That's also been a huge issue about you know who should be president, who can. Best take care of this virus.、Uh, we have definitely gotten a late start. A lot of people, a lot of people over in Europe have, like weeks ago, already done the measures that we are just starting to do, and that kind of makes me a bit disappointed. But hey,、um, I I only wish the best for everyone, and well. I don't have much time left, so I'll leave it at that.、Uh, thanks for listening to my podcast.